welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. And we got a good one for you today. We're going to talk some Kevin Durant and boy, is he in a situation. But before we get to that, you know what we got to do. If you're here on YouTube and if you're watching me, obviously you are. Go ahead, click that subscribe, that like and that notification bell. So, you know, when new episodes of the show come out and uh, you can be here to get those. If you want the audio only version of the platform, wherever you get your audio only podcast, go ahead, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast. Give us a little search and then subscribe. If you can, please go ahead. Give us that five star review. Leave a comment here on YouTube. Leave a comment on your audio podcast platform. All that stuff helps us to rise in the algorithm, helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. Finally, if you love the show, you love the out of the box thinking and not me just sitting here parroting all the stuff that, uh, excuse me, parroting all the stuff that you hear on all the other sports shows, then go ahead, share it with other sports fans, you know, might enjoy it too. All right, let's get right to it. So Kevin Durant, I got one question for you. All right, Katie, man, you're you're in a heck of a spot. So um, let's go back. Let's let's hit the old uh, DeLorean. Let's hit the time machine. Go back real quick. All right. Let, let's take it back to 2015-16 uh, NBA season. Uh, Kevin Durant is with the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's tag teaming with Russell Westbrook. They're one of the best young duos in the league. They're tearing things up. They're in the Western Conference Finals. They are taking on the Golden State Warriors, who that season already set the uh, single season wins record at 73 and nine in the regular season. Okay, so now they're in position. They got the uh, they got the Warriors down three to one and on the ropes in the Western Conference Finals. Guess what happens? Ooh, they cave, right? They cave. <clears throat> what do I mean when I say they cave? They couldn't close the job. The Warriors come back, win that series, go on to the finals to face LeBron, and you know what happens there. Uh, Draymond gets suspended in, uh, what, for game five? He gets suspended for game five, and uh, the rest is history. LeBron completes, LeBron and the Cavs complete the biggest comeback in NBA Finals history, come back from being down 1-3, end up winning in the uh, NBA championship, um, huge win for LeBron, obviously uh, first win in Cleveland history in like 50 years in any major sport. So huge win, historical win, um, definitely helps uh, LeBron uh, up his position in terms of his historical standing in, in the game. And um, it also ruins the Warriors almost perfect season. Now, what happens after that? What does Kevin Durant have to do with it? After that season, the Warriors bring Kevin Durant into the fold or Kevin Durant comes to the Warriors. However you want to look at it. A lot of people, myself included, call that one of the weakest moves in sports history, right? Not just because you just get, got finished getting beat by this team. If you're Kevin Durant, you giving up that 3-1 lead, but they're already loaded. They already have championship DNA. Their roster's intact. Their coaching is intact. Their culture's intact. So what do you do? You go jump on there. Now, you go there, you get busy. I think the Warriors go to three more straight finals. You win two of them. Kevin Durant wins two of those finals MVPs. Just has an amazing time there. Says he loves the beautiful brand of basketball that the Warriors are playing. Absolutely gets busy. Uh, crushes LeBron in the finals two more times. I think one sweep and one gentleman sweep. Um, and he loves it. But does he really love it? Apparently not, because then it comes out that He's not happy with the fact that he's not getting the due respect that he feels he deserves. I, I don't know 
who wasn't giving him that. Everyone is saying he's the best player in the world at this time. He's got the two finals MVPs. He's got two rings, rings he likely, well, not likely, the empirical evidence states that those are rings that he would not have gotten had he gone there. Why is the empirical evidence state that? Because he hasn't gotten a ring since he left there. He never got a ring prior to being there. So the evidence states that if he isn't there, he doesn't have a championship. But, you know, hindsight is 2020. We can play whatever we want to play. But the fact is, that's what the evidence states. Anyway, Kevin Durant gets there, gets busy, loves a beautiful brand of basketball, goes ham and uh, wins the two championships, wins two finals MVPs. Great. But he still feels he doesn't get the respect that he's due because, in all honesty, it is still Steph Curry's team. Steph Curry has been there since the inception, and, you know, he was uh, part of the main reason that that thing got going. And if we're honest, as great as Kevin Durant was in Golden State, Steph Curry was truly the engine that made that thing go. And I don't think even as great as Kevin Durant was, if Steph Curry's not there, they're winning those championships. That's just one man's opinion you know we'll never know right but Kevin Durant after that decides he wants to leave mm, I think we're gonna end up finding out that that wasn't the smartest decision he wants to leave because he wants his own team and he wants to be the reason he wants to be the guy he wants to get the credit that he feels he wasn't getting in Golden State now all that is cool right except for the fact that Kevin Durant himself has said he's not a leader he just wants to go hoop so if you're not a leader, you just want to go hoop, then why would you put yourself in a position where you're going to need to lead if it's your team and you're the guy? Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but okay, moving along. So there's a lot of uh, speculation. Where's he going to go? What's he going to do? So he is teaming up basically with Kyrie Irving, who's one of his best friends in the world. And there's a lot of speculation. They're going to go to New York, you know, opposite side of the country, Eastern Conference. They're going to go to the Knicks which I personally thought would have been absolutely amazing because, and this is not just about Kevin Durant. I've said this about Giannis. I've said this about other players. Any player who goes to the New York Knicks and can bring them back from obscurity and win a championship with them is going to be made in the NBA forever. Because for whatever reason, Knicks are still, well, not for whatever reason, it's New York City, right? Everything's bigger in New York City. Remember Linsanity? Remember when Carmelo was going crazy? Okay, so if he had gone to the Knicks and won a championship, oh my goodness, he would have been deified, right? So anyway, him and Kyrie Irving decide they're not going to the Knicks, they're going to the Nets. Interesting choice. Okay, so he teams up with Kyrie Irving, he goes to the Nets, they're playing all right, cool. Um, then uh, they end up, I think in their second year there, James Harden is trying to force a trade out of Houston. James Harden at this time was still one of the best players in the league. He forces a trade out of Houston. Guess what? Kevin, who played with Harden in OKC, he says, hey, you know, we want this guy. Let's bring him here. They give him what he wants. James Harden gets to Brooklyn. Okay. Prior to that season, Kevin Durant, uh, he wanted a new coach and he got Steve Nash. He recommends Steve Nash. Steve Nash gets there. So again, this is the Nets giving Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving by some extension, more of what they wanted. Kevin Durant gets Steve Nash in Brooklyn. Cool. He gets James Harden in Brooklyn. Cool. Kyrie Irving now, I think this is uh pandemic season and afterwards, I think. And uh, Kyrie Irving now, he's out for a while because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Again, Kyrie, that's your right. You don't have to get vaccinated if you don't want to, but we're talking a team sport. You have other people relying on you. It's not just about you cool so anyway uh james harden comes there he and kd are playing well now you get into this thing with kyrie who mind you that's kd's best bud 
right? KD wanted to play with Kyrie, so he, he comes to Brooklyn with him. Anyway, um, now you're in a situation where Kyrie decides he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Um, you've got this going on. James Harden is now starting to get annoyed because he came there to try and win a championship with KD and Kyrie. You got all this going on. Harden decides, man, you know, I'm not with this. Harden decides, hey, I want out. He starts to force his way out now of Brooklyn. Okay, cool. Brooklyn ends up finding a trade partner, division rival Philadelphia 76ers, and they trade James Harden to Philly. <laughs> Can't make all this stuff up, right? The NBA soap opera, it's it's ridiculous. That's one thing, quick side note, that I prefer about the NFL. You're starting to see it a little more, but the NFL is so much less soap opera and so much more what happens on the field. I can't understand for the life of me why the NBA is so uh, it, it's so melodramatic and and all this stuff is like I get it all that garners attention garners viewers and all that's cool but like why is it so much less that the actual play on the court is what people are worried about or, or thinking about or paying attention to it seems more like in the NBA it's all about the soap opera it's all about the drama whether that's LeBron whether that's KD whether that's Kyrie whoever that is it's so much more about the drama but Hey, whatever, new generation, different time. I'm gonna stop being old man yelling at clouds or saying, get, get off my lawn, whatever. So anyway, now uh, James Harden's gone. He's gone to Philadelphia, who comes back in his place. Ah, disgruntled Ben Simmons. Disgruntled Ben Simmons. He's the one who comes back in place of Kyrie Irving. And this, this is amazing, because now you get a guy who's former rookie of the year, He's a guy who we've seen be a uh, defensive all first team. He's a guy who we've seen average uh, 16, uh, 10 and eight, you know, 16 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists. He's a guy that he's talented. And when he's playing at his best, he can be a great addition to any team. But you wonder what's going on between the ears. Um, you wonder what's going on physically because he's claiming he's got uh, physical issues. He's coming off injury, didn't play at all last season even following the trade uh mentally you're concerned he, he said he had mental health issues and that's never something you want to take lightly but i do find it interesting that i'll just say this uh you know what i'm gonna come right out and say it i think ben simmons is mentally weak i do um i simply think he's mentally weak i, I don't understand what is so much the issue how about this you get in the gym, you work on mastering your craft, you come out on the court, you bust people down, all that stuff gets taken care of. All that stuff gets taken care of. Plain and simple. But again, different generation, different time, different people, different players, so be it. So now, KD has Ben Simmons in place of James Harden. Now, recently, within the last few days, you have Kyrie Irving getting into a mega controversy because he posted uh, links to a book and film on Amazon, uh, Hebrews to Negroes, Wake Up Black America. And he's got some stuff in there that he has disavowed in fairness, um, stuff that is deemed anti-Semitic, uh, things that he's disavowed. Uh, he has some things in the book that he agrees with. I think one of the biggest problems though, quick side note with that book, the book has, it has no references in it, i.e. no bibliography or work cited, whatever you want to call it, doesn't have in-text citations. The book literally has some uh, incorrect spellings, uh, made up quotes attributed to people. So um, I think that it's not something that you want to retweet or tweet a link to or post a link to or what have you, just based on the fact that there are known falsehoods and, you know, clearly 
um, with the book having some anti-Semitic com- content. He's offended a lot of people. And, um, you know, so there's a whole big controversy with that. I'm not going to discuss that. This show is not really about that one. But he's got the whole big controversy with that. And guess who's left in the lurch? Again, Kevin Durant, right? I think there's a saying. I don't remember who said it. But the setting is don't try to get better than good, right? So Kevin Durant was in a great situation in Golden State. He was in a solid situation in Oklahoma State. He had been to the finals already. He had been to Western Conference Finals. Just couldn't quite get over the hump. And so I get it. In the modern NBA, there's very little uh, fighting, fighting, fighting until you break through. It's, uh, okay, I can't get there. I'm out. I'm going to go join up with some other guys and I'm going to build a super team and try to do it. So um, he had all those issues in Golden State. He runs, jumps to, uh, I'm sorry, all those issues in Oklahoma City, him and Westbrook bumping heads, blah, blah, blah. He runs, he jumps to Golden State. He says he loves a beautiful brand of basketball they play there. Ironically, um, after he leaves Golden State, he complains about the way they play basketball in terms of the system and says that, uh, well, you know, there are times where you just need to be able to ISO and break down. And I get it, KD, you've got the skill set in most cases to do that. But that beautiful brand of basketball that you loved so much when you first got there, Got you two championships and two finals MVPs. Okay. So he's in Golden State. Feels like he's not getting the love, the respect he's due, whatever, whatever. Even though he got what he went there for, the two chips, two finals MVPs, recognition as best player in the whole world, all that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, decides that's not good enough for him. Wants to be the man on his own team. Even while saying that he's not a leader, he just wants to hoop. Okay, doesn't add up, but whatever. I guess today, if you notice a lot of things, people say don't have to add up with fact and reality, but so be it. Moves on to uh, Brooklyn. He's got the issues with Kyrie, got the issues with Harden, got the issues with Simmons, got the issues with Steve Nash, the coach that he brought in, right? All this going on. So again, the question is, Kevin Durant. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I really don't know what is the plan for this guy. I know that he's wasting some years of a tremendous career. Yeah, he's still getting his numbers, but he's not getting what he really wanted. Meanwhile, quietly up north in Milwaukee, Giannis, and I've done a few shows about him, is just going about his business. No drama, no static, no nonsense, just out there working and working and working and dominating. And now he's a champion and now he's a finals MVP and he's a two time regular season MVP and he's a defensive player of the year and he's a multiple time all NBA and multiple time all NBA first team. Right. And now he's got his team off to the best start in franchise history. Eight. No, it's only eight. and No, I get it. Things could happen. Guys could get hurt. What have you. You don't hear him arguing. You don't hear him complaining. All Giannis is doing is going out there and going about the business of working and winning and improving. And it's funny because it's paying off because he's got all those accolades I mentioned. And on top of that, he's widely now regarded as the best player in the world. Now, how you feel about that? Eh, that's a different argument. You can say he's not as skilled. Kevin Durant has kind of intimated that other players, former and present have said that. But guess what? He's dominating. He's not skilled. Go out there and stop him. But anyway, Kevin Durant, you're in a heck of a spot. So what I want to know from you, I know I just gave you a lot. What I want to know from you, did Kevin Durant make the right decision? Uh, What's Kevin Durant's future look like? Is Kevin Durant to blame for the state of the New Jersey Nets? Go ahead, uh, leave me with your thoughts in the comments section, uh, whether it's on your audio platform or whether it's on your um, uh, YouTube right here. I look forward to hearing from you and uh, I'll see you next time. And I'm out. Peace.